0: Are listening to the Free Form Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Free Form Rock Podcast. With with me always is here's Lee.
2: Hey Ernie, how are you doing? No, wait a minute. I'm Bert. Uh, hey Bert <laughs> wait a minute, I'm Hey, how are you, Mark?
1: I'm good, man what do you mean I thought I was I thought uh, I was a uh, uh, Ed McMahon and you were Johnny Carson
2: <laughs> um, Johnny, I mean Ed. do we have to go there <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the, the character
1: that Johnny Carson did where he put the thing up to his head and like he was psychic
2: yeah yeah like 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 something Menlo the magician or why I don't I I, I forget that was but, 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 but something like that yeah they don't have good that was like when that I was that was when I was like five so you're talking way before I was born oh crap if I was wait man if I was five then then that means I'm minus uh, never mind <laughs> you weren't five
1: and 77 oh well he was out in the 70s and 80s oh, you had no, to have seen him
2: uh, I think once... Yeah, I'm I'm just kind of being funny. I think he didn't I retire until
1: the 90s where he gave it to Jay my Leno. Time,
2: my time period is, like, blurred, but... Um, I remember once or twice that... Well, I mean, later, when I was older, I saw him, but back in 77, I think, I was, like, um, sneaking into the... Living room and I turned on and I saw Johnny Carson for a couple minutes and Mom went, "Okay, time for bed." I went, "Oh darn!" But at least I, I told myself I got to see him for a couple of minutes. Aha! Ah.
1: I remember my kind stepdad like used to let me watch that and Saturday Night Live with the original cast. Damn, they let you stay up late. That was a Saturday night and a Friday
2: night. Damn. Uh, I guess with me, um, they, they just didn't, well, well, they knew how loud I could probably be, and they didn't want me up, but, no, when when I was about, like, 15 or 16, then it all changed, but back when I was, like, 77, I was about 12, or 11. Back then kids need to go to sleep they don't need to watch this filthy TV they can watch it later like I saw some creepy movies on TV when I was 14 and 15 but not when I was 11 or 12
1: Yeah, Saturday Night Live was the first time I got to see the B 52s man that was awesome
2: yeah I I had heard of Saturday Night Live and my sisters I mean my sister my brothers said oh we're gonna see Saturday Night Live and oh what's that and they go, oh, never mind. Or, uh-huh. <laughs> so so I, I, I had heard of it. Kind of like someone saying, I'm going to go to a Kiss concert. Oh, what's Kiss? Kiss is what you do when you pucker up your mouth. No, no, And they go, okay. And then, you mean it was a band all this time, you fucking assholes? You told me it was just a Kind of like that, you know?
1: So you would never seen the classic Saturday Night Live episodes when, uh, John Belushi was playing the Hulk, and he farted and says, "Don't go in there." <laughs> uh,
2: now, by now, since I'm over fifty, yeah, but I mean back.
1: Okay, we lost you. There you go. Are you back? Oh, not, not. Yeah, you were dropping. I out. lost me. <laughs> well, you oh. found you.
2: Oh, did? Oh, and oh, yeah. But, but did you hear what I said? I said I, I, I heard it when I was like about. I heard it now since I'm over 50, but back then I didn't hear that stuff.
1: Yeah, that, those are classic episodes, man. I have the first season on DVD. I want to get them all except for like some of the 90s were kind of terrible. Late 80s, early 80s were kind oh, of terrible. Oh, yeah. And then when I want to get when Eddie Murphy came on there and then Martin Short. And yeah. I, I'm it,
2: actually I, looking for Gilbert Gottfried. He was on you there. Know,
1: oh, he did comedy, yeah, didn't he?
2: For, for a little bit, but but like like they don't have much of his episodes on there. But oh. yeah, Andy Kaufman was on an episode. I well, think.
1: yeah, yeah, he, he did Mighty Mouse. Remember?
2: Here yeah, I and, come and to and save the day. I and have he did, that for a season. Yeah, and, and 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 he did one where he was saying, "Man, I can't do this thing." It was like an episode where he was supposed to be high, and he said, screw this. And he holed up the cue cards and said, fuck this shit. And then Michael Gregory, or I think his name's Michael Gregory, I forget. But he was on Seinfeld. But anyway, back then he was on Saturday Night Live, and he said, hey man, you're screwing up the episode. And then they all punched each other or something. But I heard later that it was all staged, that Probably. they all knew knew about it.
1: Yeah, I, I like Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, especially Laka and Taxi. Hello. know.
2: Oh, oh yeah.
1: Him and that one girl on there, the actress
2: Mary Lou Henner.
1: No, the the oh. one who was his wife on there. Laka. Um, she's like uh, she's kind of not that pretty. But Carol
2: like, Kane. Carol
1: Kane is hilarious, man. Yeah. Oh my god, she was in License to Drive, and she was like in uh, Scrooge yeah. with Bill Murray. It was funny. Oh yeah. Yeah that was a good good show man i i haven't watched saturday night live because they got really political the last two years with trump and i kind of like i like it when they make fun of the president but they used to like do both sides of the political spectrum now they're just bagging on one and it's like irritating i hate it when they go more too much to the right or too much to the left i like it in the middle let's give equal opportunity because they I could like, they could yeah. bag on Pelosi and Feinstein at the same time of bagging on Trump, you know those women are crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm thinking that they're the the whole show's nutty, but yeah. you know like yeah, I I, I, I yeah I, I I don't know what I'm gonna say except yeah I I prefer the old stuff.
1: Yeah. So, well. Uh I heard your appearance on the Rock and Metal Combat sh- podcast. <laughs>
2: oh, thank you so much, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um,
1: I think they drunk dialed you.
2: Um, I um, got the phone call and I didn't know that I would be on. It was like they um, called me. It was like, Hey, Lee. And, and I was cool about it. And then, you know, we we talked and stuff. But um, I surprise, surprise! I found out I was on. Yep. But um, I you always, know, I
1: always listen I mean, to them after the promos because I like the uh, like Ian used to go on next week's Rock and Metal Combat podcast. You know, and I started listening. I go, oh God, they they keep they called Lee. <laughs>
2: I, I'm like I'm thinking to myself that's kind of kudos to them. It, it's like um, I mean I'm not saying that they're going to be listening to this episode. I have no idea. Probably not. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but but
1: we're not bagging but, um, on them. So nobody's. We love those guys, man. They rock. Just to let you guys know. Oh, so if Ju- so, so Justin cool. so if Justin Childers is listening to this and tries to stir shit. Cool. We're not talking shit about them, dude. Okay. <laughs>
2: Okay. And I don't mind. I don't mind stirring shit when it comes to him because he's actually a a friend of mine, and and so he probably wants a spanking. Oops, sorry. <laughs> but, but, anyway, I'll, I'll, all I'm gonna say is that you know, so um, you know, I mean it. It's all good. I mean, I'm 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 happy that they were able to. Forget about everything for a moment and put me on even though I didn't know it but hey that that's was some, cool that was
1: some comedy gold I liked it when Ian like said Do you like uncircumcised women or this chick <laughs> yeah I was
2: like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and I'm like, um yeah
1: <laughs>
2: was it Anne Marie um,
1: who did he say Anne Marie
2: or something I didn't even hear that, but you probably heard it more than me but I was, just, no. I was just going what the fuck this is so funny <laughs> yeah no um we we all had a pretty good time yeah it, it,
1: it sounded freaking hilarious that was comedy gold man so you people if you ever listen to the the rocket uh hard rock and what was it the rocking hard rock i always get they have such a long name i just freaking the combat metal podcast you know um Listen to after the promos, man. They have some comedy gold after that. That's why I always listen to it after the promos. And uh, yeah, and I, I, I have one thing to say, man. That one dude Andrew Jacobs is nuts, and that's all I want to say.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, go for it, go for it. Uh, I just, you mean you you don't want to say he's also fruits? Oops, fruit. oops. he's a fruit. <laughs> he's a
1: he's a freaking fruitcake. <laughs> nuts man. and fruits. The <laughs> freaking fruitcake. Just, and you know. and it's funny listening to it on the other podcasts, how they're just, like, they're just going off on him. I go, yeah, man, he is freaking fruit. Freaking, he gets on my podcast and then he deletes me for no reason and blocks me. And I go, what the fuck did I do? Fuck, I, just gave, I got him on Terrence's podcast. I got him on my podcast. And freaking, all of a sudden, he just goes, I don't like you anymore. You're not one of my favorite podcasters. Rawr. I gotta. Sorry, it's not you, it's me. And I go fuck. You need to get. You need. You need some help, brother. Did That's he say I that? To. No, he did told. me you- Yeah, when he unblocked me one time and we were talking, I go. Why did you block me? And he goes, Well, I'm going through some shit. It had nothing to do with you. I just needed to get away. And I go, but I see him freaking always getting mentioned on the uh, Decibel Geek podcast, and people are talking to him. And I go, I see them talking to Andrew Jacobs, but I can't see what he says. And I go, why the fuck did he block me? I did nothing to him. And but Fucking he, to each his own, man. I don't give a shit. I, I just, he blocked me too. Why I the mean, fuck would he block um, you?
2: I have no idea.
1: Um, Dude, we, but, we I bring him on my podcast, got him on Terrence's podcast. Terrence made him a... a, a yeah. And even when I left, he, he kept him. You know? Excuse me. <clears throat> but I'm like yeah. going, man, this guy is one short, one stack Uh, Short of a full hand, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, he originally, I think he was going to look at all of my videos on YouTube, which is almost an impossibility. I have, like, hundreds of um, record reviews of stuff that people requested and stuff that I did that I don't even remember everything that I've done. And I put a lot of it now on um unlisted which means you can see it if you've got the link but 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 you have to have the link to it but I did that for a reason but a lot of it I I don't even know how many I've I've done
1: yeah I I just don't understand people man people drive me nuts like I'm at work right we have the windows closed I'm sitting there preparing to open, you know, cooking, getting the corn dogs ready, and people ask me, are you open? Okay. Uh. The windows are closed, man! We're not open!
2: (laughs) If it were me, I would say, usually I'm open, but today I'm feeling a little bit conservative. So don't fuck with me. I'm
1: like, what the hell, man? People have common sense anymore? I see the dumbest people at my job, and it's like, I feel so sorry for them. It's like... There's some people who will ask the proper question: What time do you open? Not, are you open? Because
0: yeah. <laughs> the windows
1: are closed. There's no corn dogs in the window, so I don't yeah. think we're open, guy. <laughs> it's and, funny there was this, and the cash registers have a tarp over it.
2: Yeah, there's no cashier out there to take your order. <laughs> we're not open. <laughs> it's funny there was this one video I saw of a of a person. You know talking to a to a scammer, like one of those scammers that do like phone scams and stuff, and they said their name was Joan Collins <laughs> and um, and and then put Joan Collins profile on the thing, and the scammer still didn't know and, and and then and then she said to the scammer, "Can you be my new daddy?" And it's like, you know, my God." He would have to be ninety years old to be Joan Collins' daddy, Dang. you know. But he Joan didn't Collins understand. Was hot, man. I, oh yeah, definitely. But so what I mean sister. is like, oh yeah, Jackie Collins. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, but 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 like you know, it's just they 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 were messing with these people who didn't know nothing.
1: Yeah, it, it's just weird how yeah. pe- people are. People I've yeah. noticed. When you work in retail or with with guests or customers, man, a lot of them don't, are not are not all there. <laughs> it's like
2: yeah, it's like and, one lady yeah.
1: one lady. We have like hot links, cheese, and regular corn dogs. Hot links. If I told you a hot link, what would you think it is? You would think it's spicy, right? Yeah. Okay. So about three years ago, this lady comes up. She has ten kids with her, and she orders ten hot links. Mm -hmm. And I give her 10 hot links. So she comes back about a half hour later and says, those things were spicy. And I go, (laughs) and I go, yes, they're hot links, ma'am. And she goes, can I get my money back? And I go, can you bring back the food that you did eat or the receipt? And she goes, I threw them away. And I go, well, we have no idea if you ate them. We're not going to replace your food if you ate them all. (laughs) And then she goes, well, you did me wrong. And I go, um... If you would have asked me what a hot link was, I would have told you, but it's kind of self explanatory. Uh, so <laughs> it's not my job to read the menu for you. It's my job to explain <laughs> the menu to you if you asked. So from that moment on, I was a lead at that time, so I controlled the location. I told them. When somebody yeah. orders a hot link, make sure and say it's spicy. Because people don't understand that hot link means spicy. <laughs>
2: huh. I think I think uh, you could have a hillbilly say, Man, you said this hot link would be spicy. It wasn't as big as the dick I had yesterday when I was <laughs> over at Bill's Emporium, man. Fuck, it wasn't no sexy stuff spicy shit, and <laughs> then you say, spicy as in meat, and he goes, man, you're fucking sick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, man, well, <laughs> we digress, let's get into the album yeah. that you guys are list- are here to listen to. Uh, we're doing yeah. the 1971 Ye- the Yes album. The first album was Steve Howe, and the last to feature Tony K in the 70s on keyboards. Yes, okay. not
2: the first actual album that Yes did, because a lot of people think Journey started with Steve Perry, and Yes started with Steve Howe. No, it's not the first album, but it's the first album with Steve Howe. And the last album with Tony
1: K till he came back in the 80s. And this, yeah, and this is actually their third album by English progressive rock band. Yeah, yay! You know
2: that? Okay, sorry. Go on. Released
1: on, on ni- February nineteenth, nineteen seventy-one. So this album is what forty-six years old, forty-seven Damn. years
2: old. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know it way back then, but it, later I
1: did. It's only like a year older than me. I'm like, yeah. By Atlantic Records, it is their first ah. album with the guitarist Steve Howe, who who replaced Peter Banks. Wasn't he in uh, Fleetwood
2: Mac? Uh, no, no, I'm thinking of the wrong <laughs> but, guy. But 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 actually, now that I think about it, I could have heard them put yeah. them. And, and that their, would have been cool. And their last to feature
1: 1970s feature keyboardist Tony K. The album was the first by the group not to feature cover versions of songs, the band spent mid-1970s writing and rehearsing new material at the farmhouse at I can't even say that. It's in Roman, Roman Slade, Devon, and the new songs were recorded at AdVision Studios in London in the autumn. While the album retained close harmony singing, Kay's Hammond organ, and Chris Squire's melodic bass. As heard on earlier releases, the new material also covered further styles, including, which which Lee will love this, jazz piano, funk, yeah, and acoustic actually, music. Yeah. And all the band members contributing ideas and tracks were extended and linked to allow the music to develop. Hal contributed a variety of guitar styles, including a Portuguese guitar and a recorded solo acoustic guitar piece, clap live at live at the Theater, Lightcom, Th- like him, Theater Lyceum. In Le- Lyceum Theater Lyceum the Lyceum 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 Theater in London I,
2: that's how I pronounce it I I don't know for sure
1: <coughs> The album was a critical success and major commercial commercial breakthrough for Yes who have been at risk of being dropped by Atlantic Records due to the commercial failures of the first two albums. It reached number four in the United Kingdom and number 40 in the United States. It was later certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America for surpassing one million copies. The album has been reissued on CD several times and was given a Blu-ray release in 2014, remixed by Stephen Wilson.
2: Yeah, I'm... This is interesting Stephen Wilson even though he's doing these remixes I've heard some of his remixes and some of them sound even more authentic than some of the remasters of the original he seems to get an idea of what to do you know I I heard a remix a little bit of a remix he did of a Jeth Hotel album that sounded more like like the original version then the remix or the I mean the remaster of the original
1: and Lee before we get into this record what are your three songs
2: oh I'll have to um since some of the songs are long can we do one that's like a medley and make that the three
1: well, we could do three. It doesn't matter. It's progressive rock, man. I don't want to cut them. Uh,
2: okay, it's it's um, okay. Well, I would have to say ah, uh, okay. One moment. Um, I don't want to. Okay, yours is no disgrace. Cool. And even though even though I kind of was slightly trying to avoid that one but but no I like it and then the Starship Trooper medley yeah and then a uh, venture
1: Dang, you got you went venture that's shortest song on the album nice well no it's not the shortest song the clap is but that's not really it's, it's just an acoustic dig.
2: yeah there's no way that I'm gonna yeah Gonna ask for that. At least one.
1: you didn't go for perfe- per- perpetual change.
2: <laughs> no fucking way. It is about not You'll hear. You'll hear what I have to say about those. But okay, it's not horrible. It's just that no, no fucking way am I gonna subject people to that. All right, Chelsea album. Oops, sorry. <laughs>
1: Alright, so let's get into the first track, Yours is No Disgrace, but this is your first track on that, that you're picking. So here is Yours is No Disgrace by Yes on the Freeform Rock Podcast. was yours is no disgrace by yes why did you pick that track lee
2: because you made me no i'd <laughs> say this could be the first of the songs that are considered to be a part of the traditional yes sound it's a really good song it is a bit longer than it needs to be and there are a few moments here and there which i think are filler but The opening riff and the interplay of the musician's here are spot on. One of their best performances in that way. Some parts of this song make it my favorite on here, but, like I said, there are some draggy moments. So there are other songs on here I like better, but this still is mostly a high rating for me.
1: Well, this song tracks at 9 minutes and 41 seconds. Woo-wee! But this is one of the best tracks off the album. It was at, written by John Anderson, Chris Squire, Steve Howe, Tony K, and Bill Bruford. So the whole band contributed to this song. And this is what I yeah. had to say. What a way to begin the record. The intro. Then the sweet sound of Howell's guitar. Then stops with the organ and the vocals. Love John's vocals. Pumping of Squire's bass. Man, what a loss. We that we lost Chris Squire, man. What a great bass player he was. You know, and backing vocalist, man. He had the deep bass to John Anderson's highs. So that was they, they yeah. there's nothing gonna replace that. And then we have love it Squire Anderson's harmonies, then kicks back in. You need headphones for this man. The stereo separation where it goes wah, 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 You know, it's freaking awesome man. Fucking dude, this band like played in the studio really good with the freaking guitar going back and forth on left and right, left and right. It's freaking, this song is amazing. I fucking love this song.
2: This is probably, in fact, the very first CD that I got when CDs first started coming out. And I got a CD player and I had a CD book on the best albums to get. On CD this is way back when so I forget exactly what year it was maybe 83 84 but yeah I remember this is probably one of the very first ones that I got because I heard how dynamic the range was and I liked hearing it on CD I had it on album too but I especially liked hearing it on CD.
1: Yeah, my first CD I bought was Doc and Breaking the Chains. I was looking. Oh my god! I you know. Should
2: have bought Yes album.
1: I was looking for fricking the Beatles, man, and they didn't have any Beatles CDs back then. The Beatles CDs didn't get released to like a long time later when CDs first came out. So I got oh, okay. Doc and Breaking the Chains and Beastie Boys Licensed to Ill. <laughs>
2: Why didn't you just get like Ray Anthony dancing, um, um, for dinner or Stan Kenton's um, artistry and rhythm that 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 old shit, you know? Why why if, if if you get, you know, Beatles on CD? I mean, my, I mean, never mind. I'm just trying to say the old stuff. No, some of the old stuff was good, some yes. of it wasn't. But I'm I'm kind of being funny here, but. Yeah, no. Yeah. Actually, Beach Boys. You, 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 you could have gotten Beach Boys. I love the Beach Boys, man. I, that's I me. Love the Beach Boys.
1: Frickin I, be, I want to get. When I'm I want to get the. I want to get Pet Sounds on CD. I haven't had that one yet.
2: I'd like. Sometime we ought to do. Who knows? I might pick a Beach Boys album this next review. Cool. I don't know. yet. I, I have Boys, no bro. idea. They have I don't even har- know what I'm gonna pick yet. They but, have the best harmonies I'll find man. out. They have the best I like them when I'm drunk. I like them <laughs> when I'm drunk. But yeah. Right.
1: Well, I I wanted to tell the fans here, um, this is how I got into Yes. I got into Yes in the 80s because I saw the video owner of a lonely heart. And I love Trevor Rabin on guitar, and Trevor Rabin is my favorite Yes guitar player. Steve cool. Howe is number 2. And I got I saw them in concert on the Big Generator tour, and I also saw them on the Union tour with Steve Howe and Trevor Rabin and uh, both drummers, both keyboardists. It was amazing. It was a mindfuck watching both of the watching all the musicians in Ru- in uh, not Rush and Yes play together. That was a great union was a mishmash album but the the concert was freaking fabulous. But wow. I got into old Yes after I got 90215, I went back and started backtracking in the catalog and then I heard Starship Trooper and I was in love. But but I heard The wow. first time I heard that song was Trevor Raven Playing it live and that was just freaking amazing He is good Trevor Raven is freaking fabulous Man I love him I have his solo albums they, they kick ass and you have He has a solo album Where it's the songs from Nine Hundred Two Two One Five, but he did them before oh, wow. And he brought them to Yes And they made that album And they're really different but it's pretty cool I'll send you um, send you that album
2: that's cool. I had I had one from like nineteen seventy eight, his very first one before he was in the S.
1: Raven is just yeah. amazing. I just love and it's, backing it's vocals. It's like Steve Howe, he could sing background vocals, but Trevor could sing lead here and there, like changes. And stuff like that. I love, you know, moving through some changes. Oh, I love yeah. his voice, man. He's got a great voice and it was awesome to have him, John, and Chris harmonize together. Uh, that that's my yes, but I do love the old yes. I do love Steve Howe. I did buy GTR. I did buy Asia. I love Asia too. Asia's a freaking kick ass band with Steve Howe.
2: Yeah. I know. I'm now thinking just just like this, I'm thinking right now my favorite kiss guitarist is Bruce Kulik. Oh wow. And and I also like Vinnie Vincent and Bob Kulick. Those are my favourites right now. People are gonna probably dig on me because I'm not saying ace, but for right now <laughs> I have to say probably Bruce Kulik is the most versatile guitarist who could do everything. That's well, to me.
1: Well, I got into Kiss because of the um, Ace Frehley solo albums. So I actually went back and go, "Oh, this guy's in Kiss." I wasn't really a Kiss fan till I got into Frehley's Comet. And Rock, oh. Rock Soldiers was the first song I ever heard by Fr- Ace. You know, uh-huh. I wasn't an a uh, Kiss fan till after I got into Ace. So I backtracked on Ace and saw other things he did. But, yeah, um, you
2: should have waited until you had heard Bruce Kulick, and then you would have had it. Well, party. I love Revenge. I'm just being, oh, I'm sorry, I'm being funny.
1: I love Revenge. Revenge is awesome. And a lot of people yeah. don't like that album. I think it's really a cool album. I love Domino. I love Unholy. Fucking great, great tracks. But Vinnie Vincent did help write a lot of those tracks.
2: Yeah. So. I like, I don't love it, but I like it. But, yeah, it's it's not a bad album.
1: All right, so we digress on this, and let's get into the acoustic
2: track, the clap. Clap. Let's just Um, keep digressing instead of talking about this, but never mind.
1: (laughs) Well, the clap was actually (laughs) recorded live before they made this album, so it's Steve Howe. What do you think about the uh, clap?
2: If I want to hear Chet Atkins, I'll hear Chet Atkins. I'm not a big fan of this song. It's just a throwaway, and Steve Howe has done better songs than this. Anything from his first solo album would be better to hear. He could have put a song from that on here, but maybe he couldn't because he didn't do those songs yet, but you know what I mean. Sorry, Steve. Roy Clark, you ain't. (laughs) I actually thought you were going to hate this
1: track, and I was right because it sounds a lot like Zeppelin (laughs) 3. That's
2: not why. I like this better than Zeppelin 3, I'll give it that. (laughs)
1: I love Zeppelin 3, man. I, I this is what I said. You cool. like fart 3?
2: Oop. <coughs> Zeppelin <laughs> 3. Oop. I did <coughs> 3. <coughs> Zeppelin farts. <coughs> you like that, honey? <laughs> I Sorry. said it was a
1: cool cool acoustic kind of sounds like Zeppelin
2: 3 and I knew you were going to fart on it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 not it's not horrible. It's just I could give you Roy Clark stuff that's a hell of a lot better.
1: (laughs) Alright, well let's get to your second track you picked, Starship Trooper. So here's Starship Trooper on the Freeform Rock Podcast. with Starship Trooper by Yes on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Why'd you like that song, Lee?
2: Now, I'm going to separate it with each part, because it's three songs, you know. Yeah, it's, it's Life Seeker, A, yeah.
1: B, Delusion, yeah. and three, Worm.
2: Yeah, and so um, I'm, I'm going to say Life Seeker, this is pretty good. One of my favorite songs in here. I dig it a lot. And then Disillusion. This is another deep cut that I keep forgetting, but I have to admit I like it a lot. Another favorite. And then Worm. I'd say this is maybe the very best song on the album. The beat and the groove of it are just kicking. A great three songs to put together.
1: Yeah, this is a great album. I love its musicality. It's perfect to my ears. Steve's guitar is so melodic. Love the middle acoustic with Squire and Anderson blending together. Then it goes in a melodic guitar sound. Awesome. Then, oh my God, the guitar and the bass, then the keyboards and the drums slowly builds up to Steve Howe's amazing solo to end the song. Fucking amazing song. And I yeah. loved it when Trevor Rabin did it. On um, I used to have the nine zero two one, two one, two one five live concert on VHS, and frickin' Steve... Uh, no, not Steve. Trevor Rabin did a frickin' killer version of this song.
2: Frickin yeah, they did um, a reunion on Atlantic Records, and it was on, on video at Atlantic Records Live Celebration, and Yes did this, and Trevor Rabin was on guitar, and he, he was just knockout awesome. Fucking Trevor
1: kills this song. I'm sorry, Steve, but I think Trevor does you better than you do yourself.
2: <laughs> I don't doubt it at all because Trevor could
1: shred. I've never really heard Steve really shred. He's more melodic
2: and more. He to the he song. probably shred his dresses after he stopped wearing them. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, steve Howe looks like a zombie now if you've ever seen what he looks like now yeah like or something but he still plays great i would i would still see yeah. yes in concert but i'd rather see they have what is it um who's the other keyboardist for yes
2: rick wakeman
1: rick Wakeman. they got they got anderson wakeman and raven playing they're actually calling themselves yes now i'd rather oh, see them than the yes that's I, going out with Steve yeah, Howe. It-
2: yeah, yeah, if they were at Yoshi's, which is about maybe a half-hour walk from my house, and it was a $5 gig, I'd, I'd go.
1: But you know what was a great album is Anderson, Wakeman, Bruford, and Howe. That was a great album.
2: I was always kind of a little bit on the fence about that. I'll still try it again, but it, it, it kind of confused me and made me think, huh, um, I- it's, it's good, but not good. Like, I, I kept going back and forth on it. But I'll still listen to it. I'll still try it.
1: I do like Steve Howe. I love him in Asia. I love him in GTR. But Trevor Rabin is my yes.
2: I love Trevor. I, I love, do love his- not like um, GTR and Asia. Only sometimes when I'm for- when when I forget I'm not gay, do I like it.
1: Oh, my God, they have some great songs in that first Asia album. I remember getting into that. Uh, I was on the airplane to go to Oakland to see Alameda, California to see my grandma. And uh, this guy had tapes, and he showed me that, and I saw the serpent coming out of the ocean. I go, that's a fucking bitchin' cover. And he let me listen to it. I go, I love the heat of the moment. I freaking love uh, time. You know, like, ah, fuck, what is that? They had some long songs on it. It was just some freaking, where he's going, freaking Steve Howell was just jamming on guitar. I do
2: like it now, kind of. But back then, I was like, back then, I was like, ew. Carl
1: Palmer on drums. You know, I really didn't care for Emerson Lincoln Palmer. But him in Asia was just. And I think he's in Yes now. I think he was in Yes a couple times, Carl Palmer. He's still
2: around and he's still hot. Yeah, he's the he's the only one that's alive from
1: Emerson, Lake, and Palmer.
2: The other two, yeah. I I I see him live. I I would. He he's still he's still incredible.
1: Yeah, he's a kick-ass drummer, man. I love him. And let's get into track four, if I could find my notes. I've seen that Carl
2: Palmer should have been in it. I'm sorry, go on. I've seen
1: All Good People. There's two parts, Your Move and All Good People. What do you think of this track?
2: All right. um, The part that's Your Move, this is kind of a Jethro Tull vibe to it. It's okay, but it's not one of my favorites on here. It would have worked better on a John Anderson solo album, in my opinion. But the part, All Good People, this one is pretty good. But I've heard it so much, I'm getting tired of it. But it's one of Chris Squire's few compositions he wrote on his own for Yes. I do still like hearing them play it live. It keeps changing chord progressions, which I think is interesting. I think it would have worked better on its own without John Anderson's beginning part.
1: I I like it, and I had the VHS where he he goes. This is a guitar, a magic guitar, and he starts doing. Time is time, and your time and his huh. is, is captured. I loved how he plays acoustic guitar in there, and then I love it when it goes into the turn around, and you hear the bass. And it was actually written by Anderson and Squire.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Anderson wrote "Your Move," and Squire wrote "All Good People." Yeah, it's, and, it's kind
1: of repetitive, but it works.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like I said, um, I'm even though I'm kind of sick of the second part. That's the part I like, and the part that I'm not sick of is the part I don't like as much. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I'm probably going to listen to your move again more than all good people, <laughs> which is weird. But no, it's okay. It's just that I, I. It's like All Good People is like the tame flavor. And no, I mean, your movie is the tame flavor, and All Good People is the spice. That's to me.
1: Yeah, I put this in my notes. Great song to open side to. How is so good acoustic? And then Squire's deep vocals blends with Anderson's highs. A little linen mixed in there with Give Please a Chance. And then the song starts moving, love this song, howls, jamming, and then the piano. Freaking kicks ass, I love it. Oh, wow. But I do like it when Trevor does it.
2: <laughs> that, okay, now now, now you've got me doing the thumbs up.
1: Yeah. And then we get into the third song you picked off this record, A Venture. So here's A Venture on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Yes.
0: Thank you.
1: That was A Venture by Yes. Why'd you pick that song, Lee?
2: Well, this is an interesting tune that I usually forget because it's such a deep track, but it's jazzy, and I like it. It's one of the better songs on here.
1: I thought you would like it because it's a little jazz. I like a little jazz here and there. I just don't go into full jazz mode, you know.
2: Well, I'm going to have to bring you some fucking full jazz. I'm going to bring a whole wheelbarrow full, and you're going to be... Block the door, honey, he's bringing full jazz in this room. Nah,
1: just no Kidney G,
2: please. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no.
1: Or Chuck Magione.
2: Oh, my God, no, you you got me on that page. (laughs) But, but, But we're talking about good rock jazz or good psychedelic jazz where it's like rock except it's called jazz but it's hot. That's just, what I'm saying. I
1: like jazz when it's rock jazz. I don't like jazz on its own. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, well, there's some hot stuff, man. All right, this is but, what I yeah. say about
1: Adventure. Starts with a good bass, piano, cool song, shortest song on the record, love it. John's voice sounds like an angel. Fucking great track.
2: And I love rock jazz. Yes. That's what you forgot to add. I do and, love and, and hot I jazz, think, and, and I think Lee is 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 great, and and I believe in everything that he says. Maybe you didn't say that. Maybe I said that.
1: Hail the Gershman!
2: Right on. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So you're calling, Gersh- so you're Gershman calling me Gershman your... International. We it... we only make hot dogs the right way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Did we get into the last track off this record? Perpetual Change. What do you think of this one?
2: It isn't my favorite song on here, but there are interesting parts. I like when there are two songs going on at once in the middle part. That's like Ornette Coleman did in Free Jazz. He had one whole group play on one side, the left side of the speaker, and another group on the right, and he continued, and and, and he combined them. This is okay, but I think it went on a little bit too long.
1: Ah, uh, this is what I had to say. I said, a great album ender. This band is so tight. Love the drums on this song. Seed guitar is so different than other players. Tony K is awesome. And the jam towards the end is so cool.
2: Well, so you would have liked me to pick this one. Shit.
1: Uh, no, I like the songs you picked. They were, they were killer tracks.
2: This I is, know, I'm this I'm just,
1: the, the only song that really drags down this album is the clap, because that's not really, that's just an acoustic song. It's not really, like, a real song.
2: Yeah, and I think you said that you liked it, so... Hey!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know, it's alright.
1: Okay, we already told you when this album was released, we already told you how many units this album sold, but there is bonus tracks on a 2003 remaster. It's your move, single version, Live Singers. Life Seeker single version and Clap studio version. So there is a studio version of Clap that isn't recorded live. And then you got the 2014 Definitive Edition alternate album. You got tracks Yours is No Disgrace, Live in London 1971, Clap studio version, Life Seeker single edit, I've Seen All Good People, Live London 1971, A extended mix, Perpetual Change, Live New Haven 1971. Then you got the 2014 Definitive Single Version, Edits & Live, Your Move, Single Version Stereo, Clap Single Version Stereo, America, I haven't heard that one, Simon & Garfunkel Cover, Live 1971, It's Love, mm. Young Rassles Cover, Live 1971, Your Move, Single Version, Mono. And this band featured John Anderson, vocals, percussion, Chris Squire, bass, guitar, vocals, Steve Howe electric and acoustic, Vasala Bacala or something vocal. <laughs> oh, no I don't idea. even know what that is. Tony K. Piano organ moog, moog, moog. I mean, Bill Bur- Bill Bruford drums and percussion. Additional musicians Colin Goldring recorders on your move and production was produced by Yes and Eddie Alford Productions. Eddie Alford Engineering, Brian Lane, core Orientation Phil Frank's Photography, Bill, Bill Wetzel Photography, John Goodchild Design. So that was the Yes album from 1971 to feature the classic Yes lineup in my mind. But I do like the other guy who came on on keyboards, which I can't remember. Rick Wakeman, I love him too. So, And Lee, now we're going to go into track of the week. So what is your track of the week?
2: Okay, let me take just one slight, tiny, tiny minute. Um, Why don't we do a song by D.R. Hooker, and the song is called The Sea. um, um, He he did an album called The Truth, D.R. Hooker, and the truth, he, he, he... dressed up in robes like he was a Jesus guy but he did it cuz he was kind of like on drugs and homeless or whatever but he he did a good album and and the song is The Sea and it's it's a pretty good song I'll, right i'll give you the link to it it's 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 pretty cool
1: well i'm going to go for Suicidal Tendencies from the album Lights Camera Revolution and I'm going to do Lovely. La 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 lovely. I think it's a funny track, a hard track and it's freaking awesome. I like the lyrics screwed up people everywhere, I ain't got time to care cuz I feel lovely. <laughs>
2: well well if well if you do that, then why don't I just 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 pick one instead that matches yours and pick Faith no more epic
1: because oh, I hate that band, but if you want to pick that, that's okay.
2: Okay, then we'll do DL Hooker the C.
1: Okay, that's fine.
2: Okay. I I
1: can't stand the vocalist of uh Faith no more, but if you ever want to review them, I'm up for it.
2: So Um I'm not gonna say yes. So what album are you gonna do next week? Oh, um I I have no idea but I'm thinking are you into doing Danny Korchmar's album Innuendo?
1: Isn't he the guy who produced uh, Don Henley and played on his albums? Yeah. Okay, that's fine.
2: Just send me the link for it. He doesn't sound like Don Henley on his own, believe me.
1: Uh, nobody sounds like
2: Don Henley. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm I mean that in a good way. If, if if you remember Cheech and Chong, and 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 their um um Up in Smoke, and then the song like 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 something about incompetence. You know the, the background music? Yeah. He did a lot of that. I love
1: Cheech and Chong albums. Yeah. I love Cheech and Chong movies, too. And uh, so, right now and we're going pl-
2: to... on. I picked that on the spot because I was going to pick something else and I forget what it was and I thought, well, why not just do this one?
1: All right, so now we're going to play D.R. Hooker, The Sea, and in suicidal tendencies with lovely. So s- till next week, we bid you adieu and bye, Lee. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Have a great day. Don't, <laughs> don't drink any clear Gatorade. <laughs> no, nope, nope. Or eat yellow snow.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs>
3: The sea, whoever sea, the sea, mean, mean, whoever The mountains and the deserts don't seem to make it. If someone puts a To see! see. <laughs> the
4: La play la 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 <sharp> la <inhale>
1: Let's get into the promos.
0: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
4: We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
0: That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray
1: and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power
4: Hour is the biggest party. On station.com
2: From New York
0: Hey, 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 hey What up, bangers? From North Carolina Skitter Pal Meow Meow This is Bushy
1: And the Mountain Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on
4: The Plug with Lucy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Hot Bean and iTunes. Thank you very much.
0: Ear Peeler, the podcasting and interview news site. To keep up with your favorite bands or artists, and the podcasts or interviews where they appear. Go to earpeeler.com to find out what we're all about.
4: no sense. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it, get blasted!
2: Hey, this is Lee Gristman, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like you don't know what it's gonna be and even if it's stuff that i don't even know what it's gonna be check me out on what i call the lee gerstman show and it's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever i'm doing check it out please you have just listened to the freeform rock podcast